Nikki Haley, she has essentially become the the Uniparty Swamp's uh, savior. She is the person that they anticipate to be the the closest to Donald Trump. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to uh, pass any any fear along because I have no fear of Nikki Haley actually being able to beat Donald Trump. But let's be let's be fair. If she is the the backup, we'll say if she's able to fully officially usurp Ron DeSantis as the the fallback in case something does happen to Trump, in case the deep state is able to use lawfare or whatever means necessary to prevent Donald Trump from being the Republican nominee, if that person, if that that role of backup quarterback essentially falls onto Nikki Haley, that would be an absolute utter disaster. Okay, I'm not a DeSantis fan. Okay. I'm not a supporter, I should say. I, I I am a fan of some of the stuff that he's done down in Florida. It's not like I'm a DeSantis hater. I, I like Ron DeSantis, okay? I've met Ron DeSantis. I think that he's a good guy. Decent guy. <laughs> Let's take it down a notch. I think he's a pretty decent guy. But with that said, you know, he's not, I would not, I would not vote for him over Donald Trump, but I would vote for him twice <laughs> if that were legal ahead of Nikki Haley. And I think we all need to, to adopt a certain, I don't know what you want to call it, a strategy of pulling back away from Ron DeSantis, as far as our attacks, if you're a Trump supporter and you are trying to go up against his his competitors, Ron DeSantis ain't the one anymore. It is Nikki Haley. They've made that clear. Over the weekend, there was at least two, I saw two, um, but there was at least two articles in the New York Times. And whenever you want to know what the Uniparty Swamp wants to do, you look to two sources. You look to the New York Times or the Washington Post. Those are the feeders that go out. They, they basically, they, they get the, the larger message. I'm not talking about clips. I'm not talking about, you know, 30-second rants or two-minute rants from some guest on MSNBC or Fox News or whatever. Those are, those are different. I'm talking about when you want to see what the messaging is that's being sent down from the Uniparty Swamp, uh, whether on their own or on orders from the globalist league cabal, you turn to the New York Times or Washington Post. The New York Times had two articles over the weekend. One of them basically saying, well, actually, technically three, three articles. One of them was was basically saying that Ron DeSantis is in, his campaign is in hospice care. And that's a very strong visual and emotional status. That's, that was in, that's the type of verbiage that they only use when they're really trying to hammer it home. They're trying to say, the message they're trying to portray is Ron DeSantis' camp, he's can't, he can't win. He can't beat Trump. And he probably can't beat Haley. And to follow it up, you call it the the uh, the the chaser. You got the shot of uh, Ron DeSantis can't win, and then you have the chaser of Hey, but Nikki Haley is looking really good. Nikki Haley's strong. There's, again, we're talking about three articles over the weekend from the New York Times. That is the message they're sending out, and that's the message that they've been been telegraphing for a while. We saw this when when corporate media and even many, if not most, in, in conservative media didn't even blink an eye when Nikki Haley was meeting with Jamie Dimon over J.P. Morgan Chase or when Nikki Haley was meeting with Larry Fink over BlackRock. Okay, all, all of a sudden, you know, BlackRock has been kind of the, the boogeyman, and, and rightly so. I'm not saying that they're not, they're not really that bad. I'm saying that they have been attacked in many ways uh, by conservative and alternative media for the last three or four years, maybe longer. But all of a sudden, when they meet with Nikki Haley, I didn't see, I saw very, very few publications out there that were even mentioning. And I'm talking about conservative and alternative media. I'm not talking about corporate media. So I don't know what's going on. All I know for sure is that they're trying to make Nikki Haley happen. 
And as much as I don't want to think about or even consider the possibility that the deep state can successfully take out Donald Trump, we have to acknowledge that it's possible. We cannot dismiss it as a, you know, it's 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 Trump or nothing. You know, we can't. That would be that would be dumb and be like either it's Trump or it's Biden or Michelle Obama or Gavin Newsom. That's it. None of the other Republicans. No, we can't be like that. We can't. And I'm not talking about anything that has to do with stack uh, with uh, ranked voting or anything like that. I'm just saying that that who we want, if you are a, a an America first MAGA Republican, you might despise Ron DeSantis. And I don't blame you if you do. But you have to hold him as the better backup quarterback in case of disaster than Nikki Haley. He's the, you know, if if emergency break glass, that that backup quarterback, that that uh, that emergency pick would have to be Ron DeSantis. I would take Vivek Ramaswamy over Nikki Haley as well. I just don't think he has a chance. And do I trust him? No. <laughs> but again, I know with a certainty that Nikki Haley would be an absolute disaster. Could she be Biden? Maybe, probably not. Probably not, let's face it. She probably couldn't beat anybody. Uh, she's just not that likable. She is, she is uh, the, what it, Vivek Ramaswamy called her Dick Cheney in, in three-inch heels. Of course, he was also referring to, to, <laughs> to Ron DeSantis in that way. But I prefer to look at her. I've seen a lot of connections over on Red State and other, other uh, conservative publications equating her to the rights version of Hillary Clinton. And I think that's a fair assessment. I think she really is very much like Hillary Clinton, and not just because they're both women. It has nothing to do with that. I'm talking about ideologically. I'm talk they're both warhawks. They both have been. They're they always have been. Always will be. They're both insanely unlikable. For people who should be likable, they just come across as you just don't want to hear them talk. You just want them to kind of shut up. And the problem is that she's not going to shut up. They're going to push her and push her and push push her. And while we continue, many of us will continue to campaign for Donald Trump, and some of you will will be campaigning for Ron DeSantis. If you're out there saying, oh, you know, Nikki Haley might be the best choice, look, I don't know what you're listening to me for, because I talk about things like freedom. I don't want to talk about somebody who is, who is multiple times declared that she wants to make the internet, take away anonymity from the internet. She wants to make sure that everybody, everybody who's on social media, they've got to have a photo ID, preferably a digital ID. I mean, she's a globalist. She espouses globalist ideologies left and right. She will throw in a mildly Republican or mildly conservative talking point within the mix or to justify it, right? But at the end of the day, she's not. She's not a, a conservative. She's barely a Republican. And if you want to classify her as a Republican, you have to do so in the in the vein of Dick Cheney and, and people like that. Okay? She's a Bush person, basically. If you I mean, and honestly, you, you want to hear the the I this is the, the greatest insult that I think I could ever throw at somebody. If Jeb Bush mounted an emergency campaign and it was between him and Nikki Haley, I would take Jeb Bush. That's how much Nikki Haley concerns me. Look, folks, things are getting really insane out there. You see it. You see the challenges with the money, the challenges with energy, challenges with food. The food supply is... It's not only diminishing, it's also changing. They don't want us to eat beef, especially they don't want us to eat all-American pasture-raised beef. Well, we at uh, WholeCowsTLD.com, we believe that you can have your 
beef and eat it too. You can sustain and keep it long term by going there using promo code TLD15 and get long term storage beef. This is these are bags with with 12 servings of ribeye, New York strip, tenderloin, sirloin, the good stuff. All sous vide and then freeze dried, put into a mylar bag with oxygen absorbers so that they can maintain a shelf life of up to 25 years without refrigeration, of course. So go to wholecowstld.com and get you some beef, a lot of it, as much of it as you possibly can. Use promo code TLD15 for 15% off at wholecowstld.com. 